Scripture reading tonight from Luke 18, 9 through 14. He also told this parable to some who trusted in themselves, that they were righteous and regarded others with contempt. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee, standing by himself, was praying thus, God, I thank you that I am not like other people, thieves, rogues, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give a tenth of all my income. But the tax collector, standing far off, would not even look up to heaven, but was beating his breast and saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his home justified rather than the other, for all who exalt themselves will be humbled, but all who humble themselves will be exalted. The word of the Lord. Lionel Richie, Stevie Wonder, Paul Simon, Kenny Rogers, James Ingram, Tina Turner, Billy Joel, Michael Jackson, Diana Ross, Dionne Warwick, Willie Nelson, Al Jarreau, Bruce Springsteen, Kenny Loggins, Steve Perry, Daryl Hall, Huey Lewis, Cindy Lauper, Kim Carnes, Bob Dylan, Ray Charles. And while these have comparatively less significant roles, we should never forget Dan Aykroyd, Harry Belafonte, Lindsay Buckingham, Sheila E., Bob Geldof, Bob Gibson, Chris Hayes, Sean Harper, Janet Jackson, Jackie Jackson, LaToya Jackson, Marlon Jackson, Randy Jackson, Tito Jackson, Waylon Jennings, Bette Midler, John Oates, Jeffrey Osborne, the Pointer Sisters, and Smokey Robinson. In 1985, this group of international music icons, stars, came together forming the greatest pop supergroup of all times to record what would become the fastest selling pop single in record industry history, the first single ever to go platinum, eventually achieving a quadruple platinum. And let me tell you this, as someone who, with some knowledge about the recording industry, that's quite an achievement. Written by none other than Michael Jackson, then known as the King of Pop, and Lionel Richie, known as the guy from that creepy video, Hello, where he follows around his blind student without her knowing. They came together and they wrote the single, We Are the World. Believe it or not, it was the brainchild of Harry Belafonte as a way to raise money and awareness to combat the immediate and persistent famine in Central Africa. Sales of the song and related merchandise raised over $100 million to feed the starving peoples in Ethiopia, Tanzania, and a half a dozen other African countries. I was energized by this. In 1985, sitting on my bed in my dorm room, reading the article in Rolling Stone at a small evangelical liberal arts college in the Midwest somewhere, 
I thought that this was so cool, that these stars would all come together to bring this crisis to people's awareness, to educate this so-called slacker, self-absorbed MTV generation about the real needs of the world. I wanted to join this movement. I wanted to do my part, to partner with Michael Jackson, doesn't age well, LaToya Jackson, Tito, Randy, and Action Jackson, all the Jacksons. And then, of course, Bob Dylan. It would be like me and Bob working together on a project. I had just started writing for the small evangelical college, liberal arts colleges uh, that's in the Midwest somewhere's newspaper, and so I went to my editor and told him all about the Rolling Stone article and how I was wanted so badly to write an article to educate the students about this crisis and the ways that we are the world were helping to solve them. He asked if I was proposing an article about an article that I read in Rolling Stone. Well, not really, but... He said, look, if I found a local tie-in, something that could relate to the school and the students, like interview some people who have the record, or talk to a geography professor who, you know, to find out where these countries were or something like that, then I could do it. Well, it did not take long for me to find a local tie-in. When I left the newspaper office, I saw right across the hall on the door to the student senate office a poster for an event that they, event that very evening that they were calling the White Castle Games. The Student Senate was sponsoring a sort of Olympic-style event where people would compete in games all using White Castle hamburgers. There was the distance toss, relays, castle building using actual White Castle burgers, and finally, who could stuff the most into their mouth at one time? I went to the event and watched in horror. I watched in horror as all these peoples used these hundreds, these college kids playing with hundreds of hamburgers, all these games, and not one of them actually involved actually eating the food. Even the participants who grabbed the handfuls off trays and stuffed them in their mouth were given buckets to spit that out in. At the end of the night, I sat there and watched the Student Council volunteers empty bucket after bucket of mauled, masticated White Castle mush into the larger industrial-sized garbage bags, and I watched them sweep up a floor littered with discarded sliders used in various games, and I followed them outside and watched them fill two dumpsters to overflowing with what was thousands and thousands of calories that could have fed hundreds. I went home and wrote passionately, declaring that while the rest of the world were banding together to save the lives of the famine victims, the student senate and the student body of our Christian college instead decided to flaunt their privilege by playing with food. I'd never fit in with the shallow, suburban, jock and cheerleader culture that pervaded the school. And it felt good to be able to hold a mirror to their clueless, feathered-haired faces. I got a call from the editor after I turned it in. He asked me to come to the office. 
I did, and sitting there waiting for me was not only the editor of the student newspaper, but the student senate president, vice president, and faculty advisor for the paper and the senate. It was explained to me that this event was not meant as a response to the famine in Africa, and they realized now that it was a stupid thing to do. So would I just change the article, leaving the White Castle thing out, and just write about the song? That really, my article had mischaracterized the whole thing, and therefore wasn't accurate. I said no. The faculty advisor said, come on, it really is the right thing to do. I still said no. So they, they ran the article, and well, I don't really remember what the response was or what happened as a result, but I always do remember it as a time when I undeniably took down those kind of people, the ones who still live in the suburbs and drive the SUVs and say, bro, with no irony, and vote Republican. It's a beautiful gift when a biblical passage is so simple and clear and hopeful, prescriptive even. A clear diagnosis is made, the illness, the malady of the spirit identified, and the remedy prescribed. It seems like this is more rare than it should be in the Bible, but we can wonder about that at another time. He also told this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and regarded others with contempt. Well, that doesn't sound like me. I know, I know. I didn't say it did. You know, although you reacted kind of defensively, so one wonders if you might suspect something about yourself. It's just interesting to think about. Continuing, two men went up to the temple and pray, one a Pharisee, the other a tax collector. The Pharisee, standing by himself, was praying thus, God, I thank you that I am not like other people, thieves, rogues, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week and I give a tenth of all my income. You're right. That is nothing like you. That is the grossest self-righteous thing I ever heard. It practically sounds Victorian, Edwardian even. Like you could only be, it could only be said in some royal British accent. God, I thank you that I am not like other people thieves, rogues, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. Really. Thieves, rogues, tax collectors, adulterers. You would never be that sanctimonious. You're from Minnesota. <laughs> I know. I know. I know you know. I know you know that I know that you're... But can I tell, I can tell that just it's still bothering you a little bit. You're thinking about it a little bit, which is understandable. So, okay, let's play a game. How about? It's simple, and you'll quickly get to the point and realize I'm not that clever if you haven't already. It's a thing, it's kind of like Mad Libs, you know, the game where you fill in the blank, but this is like, well, like, Bad Libs. Okay, you have four blanks, everyone, all right? You can even write this down if you want, or just... Play along in your head. Let me ask you this. Have you ever seen someone 
observed them and you were almost immediately offended by them? Like just kind of their existence? Like their lifestyle you assumed about them? They didn't even say anything to you. You know, but just who they are in the world? Have you ever thought, they're the problem. People like that. They're the problem. Have you ever thought to yourself, I mean, how could people be so stupid? You just need four. Think of these people. You just need four to fill in the blanks. It's like, God, I thank you that I am not like other people. Blanks, blank, blanks, or even like this, blank, blank. Like I might say, God, I thank you that I am not like other people, racist, misogynist, low intelligence, bro dudes, or even like this rich white lady in her SUV. Just four, fill in the blanks. It's just a game, okay? Let's just play. It's fun. It's fun. All right? You have four. Do you have your four in mind? And you know what? Here's the... We're going to say it out loud. We're just going to say it out loud because that's more fun, isn't it? It's more fun, and also it seems a little bit more, it elevates the whole thing, right? Uh, it makes it a little bit more real. So um, here, just for you, here, the phrase is, God, I thank you that I am not like other people, blank, 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 or even like this, blank, blank. Okay, together now, God, I thank you that I am not like these other people, racist, misogynist, low-intelligent bro dudes, or even like this rich white lady in her SUV. Oh, you kind of are self-righteous, actually, when I hear that. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I know. You're right, but you're right. Those people that you listed... They are very bad people, and what they're doing is very bad. But that's not what this is about. <laughs> this isn't about them at all. This is about what doing that does to your soul. How that kind of recitation, well, it's a prayer, really. It's a meditation, really, how that will infect you. But like I said, this text is great because there's a really easy corrective, a cure. Instead of that prayer, those people are the worst, you pray, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. Even if you don't think, can't think at that particular moment of a sin that you have, even if anything you've ever done like maybe sometimes not reusing a plastic bag, doesn't even come close to all the bad things that they have done, like gleefully bringing about the end of the planet, it acknowledges that we move through life by the gifts and grace of that which is beyond us. And we know that we do not tread as lightly or as graciously as we should. So you pray, God be merciful to me, a sinner. It is a prayer that allows us to move forward free, redeemed, reconciled to each other, to the world, and to the Creator. Simple, beautiful, hopeful, redemptive, restorative. When you catch yourself praying the one prayer, 
How can they give their kids that? It's just chemicals and corn syrup. You pray the other prayer. God, have mercy on me, a sinner. God, have mercy on me, a sinner. You know, besides We Are the World, there was another pop gem written in 1985 that actually has something to do with today's, today's text. Who can forget that classic mid-tempo ballad by Mr. Mister? Kyrie eleison down the road that I must travel Kyrie eleison through the darkness of the night Kyrie eleison means Lord have mercy Where I'm going will you follow I see you want to stand up. Just stand up if you want to stand up. Come on. Lord, have mercy on me, a sinner.